people get very emotional and this, this amount of distrust makes them actually turn your words against you, whatever you say. Even if, like, this is the story, I just said what I saw and heard. Welcome to Media Minded, the podcast that helps you tell facts from fiction. Produced by Shoutout UK, the UK's leading political and media literacy education platform, in association with ACT, the Association for Citizenship Teaching. This podcast is made possible thanks to the kind support and sponsorship of the US Embassy in London and the Global Engagement Centre at the US State Department. I am your host, Matteo Bergamini. And I'm here today with Michal Giersch from Poland. He's a presenter at Polsat News, a news network in Poland. Michal, thank you for uh, joining me. Tell me a bit about yourself. Um, so just as you said, I'm a journalist. I host a morning show on Polsat and Polsat News. Um, Polsat is, um, the say... I'm not going to say the most popular, but it probably actually is the most popular channel in Poland. But, it, you know, it depends on who counts and when they count. I mean, it's one of the three most popular channels in Poland. So the morning show is broadcasted on, on Polsat and Polsat News as well. Polsat News is uh, one of, like, say, three main news channels in Poland. Um, so that's pretty much what I do. This is my job. This is what actually was one was some time ago. It was, you know, my dream. It came true. Now it turns out it's quite hard to actually host the morning show with, um, you know, what it's all about. And it's, well, it's in the morning. It's hard. It's it's very much in the morning. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not going to, what, what time do you normally get up? And... 3.30. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. I'm actually, not... <laughs> all the, the show starts at 6. So I try to get to work not later than like 4.20. Because well, you you have to go through the morning newspapers. You have to go through all the news that went down from the evening to the very morning. So this covers the evening interviews on television. Then it covers pretty much all that happened on the other side of the world because you know the, the time difference and so on. So there's plus you need to actually you know focus on on what you're going to to host for because this is three hours or actually. Tomorrow it's five hours, mm. so there's there's a lot of interviews that you have to prepare. Yeah. To. Yeah, I, I, of course, I do this in the evening, but then you get you have to go through it again in the morning. Of course, of course, and you got to do makeup and make yourself look presentable as well. <laughs> yeah, we have people for this, but actually, <laughs> we're supposed to talk about COVID and how it affects us. Um, so one of the, the the ways it affects me is that I have to, to you know do my own makeup now. Oh, bless you. Bless you. <laughs> but it's, you know, it's, it's with guys, it's it's not a difficult thing. Not you a, just yeah. need to cover up anything not that a, yeah. doesn't look very good, which is my face. I was going to say. So, I mean, you were talking COVID. I mean, what, what do you feel like is the sort of role of media and responsible journalism in a, in a time like this? But also just in general, like what's, what's the role of the things you do? In, in society in general, would you say? Um, now especially, um, is pretty much asking questions and giving voice to people who are very much affected and not necessarily always heard. Um, because just as we were talking, and we keep talking about it like everyone, everyone's affected. Like, um, on one hand, what media do, what I do, what we do, in Polsat and anyone else, 
as we focus on one topic and one topic only, because that's what what is happening. On the other hand, we cover so many different stories, so many branches of this very specific subject. Um, we cover well, to say we cover economies to say nothing because there's like every branch has its own problems. Like, of course, transportation and 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 tourism has. The, the 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 biggest ones, but then whoever 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 you ask, turns out um, every business is affected. Like um, uh, I don't know, like like hairdressers, for example, like um, anyone that takes care of 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 your skin of or whatever. I mean, like people are affected in any way. Like you know, pet shops that sell you know dog stuff are affected. Like even if the stores are open, people don't go to the stores. Like anyone, I mean, everyone's hit. So our role is, on one hand, to um, give voice to those who maybe are not heard or, or thought of in the first place, and then um, try to review what people are talking about it about the current situation, and maybe if there's and there are fake information or if. Fake news. I don't know if information is misinformation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. misinformation. Yeah. 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 Um, then yeah, to to unveil it and and show what's what's truth and what's what's not. Yeah, yeah. and and I mean, it's it's a very valuable um, role, especially in a democracy where you need to keep people accountable. You need to obviously make sure that uh, what the government's saying is doing, and uh, as you say, so sort of informing people and giving voices to people that wouldn't normally be heard. But but there's been a growing distrust in what people consider the sort of mainstream media. I think in general, um, but maybe maybe more so in the past than now. How how do you feel like that's that's affected your work at all? I mean, has that growing distrust affected your work at all? Distrust and um, a huge huge amount of emotions because um, trust is one thing, but then. Um, the politics made everything very much any pretty much any topic very emotional so whenever we cover a story it's um whoever doesn't agree with us go, gets very emotional very often so even you know like a simple broadcast on a demonstration or something people get very like you you are actually saying what you see there's there's no not much speculation about it you're saying okay so this is those people and they're saying this or that and I've heard a lot of, I'm going to use the word emotional um, words, um, you know, said towards me. <laughs> Sometimes it was actually, uh, I remember once, funny, it was some time ago, uh, some years ago. Um, it was actually funny because I was covering this nationalist rally in, in Warsaw. And I think this was a political campaign just before elections. And I said that, because the the the, the Pol Polish ruling party is right wing, kind of nationalist, but not like there are more to the right uh, other parties. And I said that those who gathered here in this nationalist rally are not necessarily supporting the government. And someone actually started shouting at me like, "What are you saying? We do support the government, and why are you saying we're not?" I'm said not everyone. And then one of the leaders of the nationalist parties. You know, he had the speech and said, "Okay, so we did not gather here to support the government." I was like, "Oh my God, thank you very much for saying that." <laughs> um, yeah, so people get very emotional, and this this amount of distrust makes them 
actually turn your words against you, whatever you say. Um, even if, like, this is the story. I just said what I saw and heard, and people would react, you know, because because I'm a journalist, because they don't, you know, they, they, they don't necessarily watch the network I work for because they don't trust us. Um, so whatever I whatever I'd say, they'd be probably against me. Mm-hmm. Mm, so yeah, that's 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 pretty much yeah. you know this this amount of distrust that hits us. And, and and emotion, I think I think is a is a is a perfect way of describing it because emotion. I feel like we're living in a very, for lack of a better term, very emotional time where um, people often share or, or or like stories that aren't necessarily based in in fact sometimes. Uh, but more because they they connect with their emotions, they connect with their worldview, and therefore they're more likely to want to share it or, or believe it. Um, what do you think people can do to essentially protect themselves from that and and stop spreading misinformation or um, like like things you said to you know guard themselves a little bit from that emotional backlash and just be able to be a bit more critical when when engaging with information online and news. You know, on one hand, it's quite hard. I mean, it's easy or it should be easy for most of the journalists, and I guess it is, uh, just building, like, you know, having a distance to, like, towards the, the, the every story and every piece that you are covering. Um, because, you know, this is, but this is like, for me, it's obvious that I'm trying to keep the distance and not get very much, in. I mean, get uh, be critical as much as I can um even if i you know there's politicians that i agree with and i and the other ones that i don't agree with but i try to be critical to both of the sides not necessarily showing who's the one that i'd follow and who's the ones that i don't mm-hmm. um but it's you know it's it's very i mean so you know i've been doing this for say 15 years um and this is my job um, but I can imagine that for, you know, for, for, for many people, and by, you know, I leave the studio, I get emotional. I leave the studio, I, I, I lose the distance. I, I, you know, I listen to the politicians and I'm like, all right, so this is, you know, this is like, you know, <laughs> this is, this is bad. You, you, you're, you're just simply not true. Um, so this is hard, but. What the thing that you can do is not necessarily tr- like you know not don't necessarily trust anyone that you agree with, because very often they be using your trust um, to build on it. Like okay, so you I don't know you trust your prime minister in COVID, for example, which mm. is with with the UK might be might be tricky because he had different opinions and COVID, um, whatever. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, okay. So, yeah. So, so, okay. But you said, okay, so they are not right. Now they're right. I, I trust them. But this, this doesn't necessarily <laughs> mean that you have to trust them on um, internal affairs, on, uh, I don't know, on defense, like be critical about it. Like, okay, so I support a group of politicians or I have political views, but it doesn't mean that whatever they say, I'm like, yeah, okay, so 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 this guy said this, the prime minister said this, and before he was right, so apparently right now talking about a whole different thing, he's right as well. No, he doesn't have to be right. Like, people have a problem with separating, like, people, like politicians, from their views or from different opinions and different stuff. Like, but try and do it. Don't take them as a 
whole. They they present different opinions and different stuff, and you do not necessarily need to uh, agree or disagree with them just because you f- you support and do- or or don't support them, like in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and last and not least, of course, is just you know check the source. Like f- this is like the first thing. Okay, so is this a legitimate site or is it just you know a random place in on the internet or is it a, a meme that is not a source of information? <laughs> first of all. Yes, that that cannot be said enough. Memes are not sources of information. They can be funny. funny. Oh, Matteo, why? Why are they not? <laughs> there's a picture and there's a way. I mean, come yeah, on. Yeah. So finally, Mihal, thank you. Um, where can people find uh, find you online and where can people listen to you if they are, or see you rather, if they are in Poland? Um, well, yeah. If, uh, it depends on how good your Polish is. Um, People can always practice. <laughs> so most of the time, six to nine on Polsat and Polsat News. Uh, you're very welcome to join us. Uh, not every day, of course. <clears throat> no one would stand, you know, waking up three thirty every day. Um, every say every other day. Um, yeah, you can you can find find me on Facebook, of course. My name is Michal. As uh, so just like Michael without an E, Gersh. Uh, yeah, just yeah. Try your luck. Good luck, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> and with the same name, you can find me on Instagram and uh, Twitter as well. But I don't tweet too much, and I don't Instagram that much as well. But yeah, I have a profile, and uh, there's a bunch of pictures. If you seriously want to see me, <laughs> not so if you would like to stalk him, that's where you can find him. But Mihal, thank you so much and thank you all for listening to Media Minded, the podcast that helps you tell facts from fiction, produced by Shoutout UK and recorded and edited by Sabina McKenzie-Brown. This podcast is made possible thanks to the kind support and sponsorship of the US Embassy here in London and the Global Engagement Centre at the US State Department.